0: Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
5: Hello and welcome. It's our number one. Hour one of our radio program recorded off terrestrial radio repackaged in the podcast format. Here in hour number one. Before we tell you what's coming up, a reminder, if you missed the Fifth Hour podcast over the weekend, that is a spinoff of the radio show. Me and Danny G provide you three fresh original podcasts on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's called The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. Give it a listen. We had a great mailbag on the Sunday podcast. But here in hour number one, recorded off terrestrial radio, Sunday night football. Why did the Chiefs struggle so much They eventually won, but it was not easy. And how did Kansas City avoid the upset? Meanwhile, on the other side, do the Titans continue with Malik Willis, or do they go back to Ryan Tannehill? My answer will surprise you. We'll get to that and more right now in our number one. Kansas City almost did not remember the Titans. Welcome in the beginning of a brand new week of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, belly to belly, as we warm the cockles of your heart, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and fantastically powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the cruising, as we are cruising for a bruisin'. As we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. In unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hope you had a good weekend. And uh, we did. We are back at it. Again, a full week of programming. We will be here nonstop. Well, we will actually stop, but we'll be here in the overnight, all night, every night, during the week. And our lead this hour coming from the heartland of Kansas City. A made-for-TV NFL spectacular. Biggest games in the professional football ranks are on Sunday night, and you had the Chiefs playing host of the Titans. It was an AFC heavyweight matchup. Although it appeared to be a gigantic mismatch, mismatch, this is one of those games where many casual observers figured it was free money. Tennessee without Ryan Tannehill, it's like a broken ATM machine with Malik Willis starting a quarterback for the Titans. Free money, free money, free money. Come on down. Free money, free money, free money. Big money, big money, big money. Stop. Well, the Wise Guys had Kansas City a 14-point favorite at Arrowhead. And then they had to play the game. Did you watch? Were you checking this out? It's not the most entertaining of game, although it was close. It was close. Uh, but don't worry, we watched. So you would not have to. Patrick Mahomey. Patrick Mahomes leading the Chiefs on a 13-play, 169 yard drive, matriculating the ball down the field. That resulted in a 28-yard Harrison Buckner field goal in overtime. in Kansas City. They outlast the Titans, who could not do anything. A futile effort by the Tennessee offense. 20-17, to 17, the final. The Chiefs improved to 6-2. and two. Tennessee drops to 5-3 and three on the season. So let us discuss the question regarding the Sunday night game. The question is this. Why? Why did the Chiefs struggle mightily against the team? They were favored by two touchdowns. They needed to go to overtime. To overtime. So I've got Bill Parcells, Average Joes, and Cage, And we will combine all of these things together, and we're going to make the Ben Maller Chicken Fingers, which are available, by the way, in the greater Kansas City area there in Liberty, Missouri, at the landing. All right. Now, A, this was out of character. It was out of character for Andy Reid and his team, and not just the team in Kansas City going back to Philadelphia. Now, maybe I'm wrong on this, but normally when I think of an Andy Reid team, I think of them feasting on teams playing rookie quarterbacks. Uh, that is the perception. Perception is reality. But this game was a struggle. It wasn't because the Tennessee Titans had amazing things going on in office. That was not the case here. Kansas City, though, they made the mistake Of biting the cheese, they they bought into the hype. Bill Parcells used to talk about this all the time. He talked about you you believe what people are saying about you. And this game's an easy game, massive fourteen point favorite. The Chiefs at home. This is one of those games you looked at. You're like, you show up on time and you win. The Titans. We're going to provide no resistance, no, zero resistance, was what they were going to provide in this game. And then they they went out and played the game, and Malik Willis, uh, was he a turd sandwich? Yeah, he was pretty bad. Uh, Nothing to worry about, right? Nothing to worry about. Uh, Annoyed, annoyed that their opponent did not roll over and get into the fetal position, Kansas City was upset. They were like, wait a minute, the Titans were supposed to submit, and they were not submissive at all. Tennessee did not do anything. After the a couple of, of fluke plays in the first half, Tennessee was 1 of 11 on third down. That's less than 10%. They had nine first downs in the game, just 229 yards of offense, 48 offensive plays. But still, Andy Reid's team could not get any separation. In fact, they were behind most of the, the night there, needing overtime to pull out A three-point victory. So the question also must be asked on page two, how did Kansas City avoid the upset? Because they were trailing most of the game, so they were gargling with boiling hot water is what they were doing, and somehow they did not burn themselves. A debacle was avoided. A debacle was avoided for the Chiefs, and they were the team that was not the juggernaut. They were supposed to be the average Joes. I guess in, in the end they did turn out to be the average Joes because they they were the dodgeball. They played dodgeball, right? Vince Vaughn dodgeball back in the day. Uh, the Chiefs end up with the daily double, even though they did not blow the doors off Tennessee. With this victory, and you know what I know, Kansas City now controls the head-to-head tiebreaker with the Titans, should it come down to that in the AFC. They also picked up a game on the Bills, who they lost to head-to-head for the overall standings in the AFC. The Bills... Somehow, we'll get to this later, but they went out and lost to the J-E-T-S. Suck, suck, suck no more in upset city. So Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes survive. It was the opposite of a masterpiece. This was a finger painting type performance. And the Chiefs, they did dominate the stat sheet. And they were able to matriculate the ball up and down the field. They had 499 yards of offense, 29 first downs. But the most important stat, other than wins and losses, wins and blankety-blank losses, is how many points you scored, and only 20 points. So you put up 500 yards, essentially, and you get 20 points, and the game went down to less than two minutes in overtime, and you scored 20 stinking points in the game. So uh, we're not playing fantasy football here. Yeah, you were able to move the ball up and down the field and all that. whoop dee damn do but did not get more than 20 points in the game, and it, it, no, no points in the third quarter. Nine points in the first half. They had the the eight, the touchdown, the two-point conversion the Chiefs did in the fourth quarter, and then the field goal in overtime. And so that's the, the outcome of the game. All right, last word here. Last word here. So do the Titans now continue with Malik Willis at quarterback or go back to Ryan Tannehill, who was not healthy enough to play in this game. So my opinion's going to surprise right? It's like deciding between waterboarding and the ropes, which is, I think, hanging by limbs, I believe, is the, they call that the ropes. But I, if I'm in charge of the Titans, I would not even blink. I would continue to toss Malik Willis out on the field. I would not go back to Ryan Taylor. And, and Malik Willis was not only a quarterback, he was lousy. Uh, He was bad. He was bad against the the Texans the first game. And in this game, he had 80 yards passing, 48 of them on one broken play in the early part of the game for the Titans. So he barely was better than a quarterback that would take every snap and drop back and throw the ball into the ground. About as bad as it gets. But I would still go with Malik Willis. That's my opinion of Ryan Tannehill. I would still go with Willis. I would go with the other guy. Okay, Uh, Ryan Tannehill is yesterday's news. You know what happens to yesterday's newspaper if they still even make newspapers? It's birdcage liner. It goes in the birdcage. That's Ryan Tannehill. Willis was drafted in the third round. Now, when you're in the third round pick, you don't get the same cachet as a first round pick, the same luster as a second round pick, but you're the third round pick. You're a developmental player. Granted, the future is foggy with a chance of blizzard-like conditions blackout conditions, but you're stuck between the devil and the deep blue sea if you're the Titans. You're not going to win diddly-poo with Ryan Tannehill. You're fooling yourself if you think otherwise. Now, we have seen this guy have reversal of fortune after reversal of fortune in big spots. Malik Willis, not particularly good right now, wet behind the ears. He's very raw, unprocessed, however you want to say it. But I would argue with every snap, he's gaining invaluable experience. And if he is the guy that's supposed to be the guy, at least you can find out what you're dealing with. Either way, Derrick Henry is the Tennessee Titans offense. Period. Stop. He's the big ragu here. He's the guy. Henry had 115 yards in the game and a couple of touchdowns, although those numbers went sideways in the second half when the Chiefs realized Malik Willis struggles to walk, uh, chew gum, and open his eyes at the same time. So uh, after that, it was all, all downhill. But uh, that's the guy. That's the roughneck in the backfield, and that doesn't change depending on who the quarterback is. Willis at least can make plays with his legs. He did have 40 yards on the ground, but you're going to have to play him sooner or later. And Mike Rabel should ride – The train, which is a broken-down train. It's all rusted out, but the Malik Willis train. Choo-choo! Tannehill would be the backup plan. The Titans are not going to win with their quarterback either way. And if Willis gets going here and you figure something out, he's got a little little something to him, then you're better off in that regard than watching Ryan Tannehill start, have middle-of-the-road numbers, and then... As soon as the playoffs start, he vomits down his leg. Do you really need that? Do you really need to go through that again? At least with Willis, you're like, well, maybe he won't be the guy that needs the barf bag in the playoffs. Maybe he won't be that guy. The Titans are going to have to win with tremendous Even Their defense played well, even though they gave up 500 yards, keeping Kansas City to 20 points in an overtime game, and King Henry and the running game. And the Chief, the Titans defense stopped the Chiefs on six drives resulting in punts. So that's the recipe. That's the secret spice in the recipe there. And you just got to you get your rosary beads out and hope that Malik Willis ends up having a metamorphosis at quarterback. Otherwise, it doesn't matter because you're not winning anything with Ryan Tannehill, as we said. Now, Mike Rabel. The old patriot from back in the day, but he's never a, heard of him. Well, he's a head coach of the Tennessee Titans. That's bad football knowledge if you don't know who Mike Vrabel is. He's been around for a while. Anyway, here's Mike Vrabel, and let's see, going to overtime, losing by a field goal. Do you get a Bullwinkle badge, Mister Vrabel? Do you get that? There's no moral victories. Ah, okay. You know, we right. on
6: the road. That's the thing I want to make sure. Like we we've came over here to, to to win. That's all we were thinking about oh, doing. Oh, so, good. You know, I don't want to go down this road to like. Is there more we could done? Yeah, there's more that I could do. There's more that the coaches could do and the players and, oh, until yeah. we can win.
5: Yeah. Did you eat the chicken fingers? Did you eat the Ben Mallard? No, he did not answer that question. What about the barbecue? Did you have any can- Oh, He didn't answer that either. All right, here's Mike Vrabel. Now, I just gave the Mallard seal of approval to Malik Willis. Let's see here. Now, coaches are not supposed to slam their players. Willis was bad in this game, but I would still start him if I'm the Titans. Anyway, here is Mike Vrabel on his quarterback.
6: I tell you what, he threw some really nice deep balls. I mean, we went up and down with three of them that we got to make, you know, and then again, you know, we get get into this drop back game, and that's not where we want to play the game, but I know he made some really nice balls that got up and down that hopefully we can can figure out a way to catch and, and come down
5: with. All the, the deep balls. Good deep balls. All right. If you would like to be part of the program, you can join us here. The lines are open for business. Abracadabra, hocus pocus. Shazam! Uh, we used to have a caller named Shazam. But he didn't call anymore. And you can join the fun at 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369 if you'd like to be part of the program. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller and uh, not, uh, I'm I'm verified for now, but that will go away, I believe, because I'm not paying 8 bucks a month to be on something where I'm the product. So uh, good luck on that, but enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, But you can join us on Twitter as well, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller, and send me a message. We may read it on the air. We have Maller to the third degree coming up next hour. Also, we'll have the Insta advice line. We've got the Maller Militia feud later on as well, uh, and uh, the whole uh, shebang. Straight ahead, taking a bow and pouring salt on the wound. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Fly, Maller, fly, on the airwaves
7: everywhere. Fight, Roberto, fight, cook a sound bite, one, two, three. Eddie low, Cooper high, as we hear the militia cry, fly, Maller fly, gloviating and hornswoggled. swoggled,
8: M-A-L-L-E-R, Maller!
3: Rest in peace, Philly Rob! Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Pay attention,
6: Mallor Militia. The Ben Mallor Show needs your help. Join the Audio Commonwealth and follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Mallor. At least do it while he's still on Twitter. And you can tweet at and follow me, no blue check mark. My first name is Eddie. My last name is Garcia. I am your announcer guy. And uh, also the uh, sidekick and stuff. I'm at Eddie on Fox. I have pooped the bed. E-D-D-I-E. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox
5: Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Are you paying $8 a month, Eddie, when that happens here Hell soon? no. No, you're not. Yeah. I will save that money. I will invest that in the gambling fund. It's my plan anyway. We will rant and rave throughout the overnight. We began talking about the Sunday night football game as Kansas City won the stat sheet and barely, by the hair on their chinny-chin-chin, got past the Tennessee Titans. The Russian kid writes in from Parts Unknown. He says, I'll give the uh, your monologue an A, uh, but a C for choosing that particular game. I think the Ram Bucks would have been better over. But overmade made the schedule needs to be fired. I don't find the Rams or the Bucks very compelling to be be honest with you. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong on this. I, the Rams just going through the motions, and the Buccaneers—they're no good either. So two overrated teams that are going through the the schedule. I, I don't find that interesting. The Chiefs and the Titans fancy themselves actual contenders. So bad job by you, Russian kid, and your analysis of my. Hand-picking that game as a talking point. Mr. Luciano writes in from Parts Unknown. He says 9.5 out of 10 on the Mallard monologue. As a gambler's perspective, that was a trap game from the get-go. I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine who's a a gambler, and we were talking about how, Anytime you get double digits in the NFL, you just got to take it. You don't have to ask questions. And so many people ask questions. They say, no way, the, the pretty person on television told me that this team's so much better than the other team and all this. They go crazy. They go nuts. Uh, who else do we have? Let's see, page down, page down. Ferg Dog writes in and says, hey, Ben, baseball's in trouble. I know you hate all the doomsday predictors. But two asterisk championships in the span of only five years has to be a new all-time low for the sport. Well, baseball is run by a bunch of incompetent stooges who deserve this. They deserve everyone who's got morals to spit a loogie at their sport and make fun of their sport. We will address that later, but it is a football feeding frenzy that we have going on right now. So we don't want to get away from that. Robbie the Mariner fan writes in, he says, I was away from the TV today, so I have no comment at this time about the Bills and Falcons until I have reviewed the All-22 tape. Thank you. Well, knock yourself out, Rob. I'm sure you're going to be on that right now. You'll, you'll be eating the Twinkies and watching that film, getting right to the bottom of it. Let's go to the phones now. The Dallas Cowboys did not play, but for some reason, Cowboy Dan has called up. Maybe he's confused. Maybe he was watching an old game, and he thought the Cowboys had won. Cowboy Dan, you're on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome. Hi, Ben. Hi, Hi, Hi Cowboy Dan. Hi, Cowboy Dan.
7: Hey, uh, you know, the Cowboys didn't win today, but at least they didn't lose.
5: Congratulations. You want a little star next to your name? I'll put a little star next to your name. Good it's job. an
7: asterisk down there for a bye week.
5: Yeah. Well, did anyone get arrested on the Cowboys or get uh, into a car accident? That's usually how you lose a bye week. One of your key players gets arrested or ends up wrecking his car or whatever.
7: No, they were just kicking back on their
5: couch. Oh, really? You think they were sitting back, like, eating bonbons, watching games and stuff?
7: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's
5: what pro athletes do. So they sit off. back. Yeah. yeah. Sure.
7: Anyway, um, I just want to let you know that I consider it a privilege to be a member of the uh, Malheur Militia, and I'm probably one of the only woke militia you have.
5: Wow. How woke are you? Are you like a 10 out of 10 on the woke scale? Like where are you at on that?
3: Yeah,
7: I'm all the way to the left.
5: You're so far left, you're out there rioting in the streets. That's how far left you are. Is that correct?
7: No, 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 I don't. No, no. I don't
5: riot. No civil unrest for you. So you're not that far out there. You're not out burning buildings or anything like that. No.
7: No, I just call okay. my uh, my representative.
5: Yeah, well, do you, have you, a you piece think they? they my mind. No, my my father used to do that. He would get upset about something some politician did, and he'd send him a letter or write, call him up. Do you think that the politician actually finds out about that? Do you think they actually give a rat's ass that what you think? Because I don't. You know, I think it's just some underling that works for the politician that has to deal with the public, and that message either never gets back to the politician, or if it gets back, it's watered down by the time it gets back to
7: him. No, I think i those guys, those interns, that's what they're there for. They're there to relay your message. Hey, you know, you can well, call they the they're, they're,
5: they're there to deflect the message. I don't know if they're there to relay the message. There's a difference, right? There's a difference there. It's like Koopa Loop. People call up here and complain all the time. I never hear about any of it because Koopa Loop <laughs> deflects all of that. Right? People call well, up. You're not, and, a, you're
7: not an elected official,
5: though. Well, you're I am a, elected by appointed. Fox Sports Radio, though. I'm elected to be here, and somebody else could have this job. I'm elected. Well, could I have your job? No, you suck, but somebody else could have the job. <laughs> you know, not you, but somebody else, you know. But I love you. Not, nonetheless, cowboy. Me and you go way back, cowboy. Dan. You bet. Yeah, we go way back, and you're not a gambler. I know all about it. You, you, you have some issues there, right? So you don't gamble. You don't believe in betting and all no, that. And no, and I
7: suggest anybody who does have issues try a 12-step program. Well, yeah. Force wonders.
5: Absolutely. I believe a life well lived is everything in moderation. You can't be too much of anything. Get carried away with gambling. Any, any of the vices, right? Any of the. Netflix. Amazon Prime. Porn, you name Binge it. it. porn. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Giggity, 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 giggity. All right. Well, thank you. I got to go, Wokester. There he goes. Cowboy Dan, where he goes, only he knows. So take a bow. Take a bow. Absolutely pouring salt on the wound. That would be none other than A.J. Brown. Now, A.J. Brown used to play for the Tennessee Titans, but... He moved on, got a pile of pesos to go play for the Philadelphia Eagles. Things are going well. The Eagles have yet to lose. There's no blemish on Philadelphia's record. They're the only unbeaten team left in the NFL. When they lose, those old geezers from Miami will start celebrating because there'll be another team off the board that another year off the board. A team that did not end up undefeated and win the Super Bowl. But AJ Brown throwing down. At his old team, he was relishing, relishing that the Tennessee Titans against the Chiefs, they played the game Sunday night, went to overtime, three-point game. But Malik Willis, who the the starting quarterback in place of the injured Ryan Tannehill, Malik Willis, did not complete a pass to a wide receiver. Did not complete a pass to a wide receiver. And uh, Willis uh, had a bunch of emojis and said, I repeat, nobody's open. Nobody's open. As the uh, stat there, that's only the third time since the year 2000 that that has happened. And most of the other examples of that are bad weather or there was the one, the Broncos, a couple years. Well, last year, the Patriots in the win game against the Bills in in Orchard Park, New York. The Broncos were selling uh, a, well, they put out a candy salesman, a lollipop salesman, a guy that a couple weeks earlier had been selling lollipops for a charity at a high school in North Carolina, if I remember correctly, Kendall Hinton. And he started, and then there was one other example since the year 2000. So that is very, very rare. And the discrepancy between passes, completed passes. Patrick Mahomes completed 43 passes. He attempted 68, which is only a couple off the NFL record. Malik Willis completed five. There was a 38 completion difference, which we are told that gap. Watch out for the gap. 38 completions, largest in a contest in the Super Bowl era. It broke the previous record of 36 from the Patriots against the Titans. So something about the Tennessee Titans and being unable to complete passes. But well, that goes back over a decade and then some, the 2009, and that was a 59 nothing Tom Brady Patriots win over the Tennessee Titans back in the day.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at
5: 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler Lavar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up on Game. What is Up on Game, you ask? As we press on through the overnight hours, and we'll get to not in shape. We'll get to that coming up momentarily as we continue on through the overnight hours. Justin in Cincinnati says that 12-step program uh, not being a complete creep is not going well for Cowboy Dan. Well, shots fired by Justin in Cincinnati. Chris in Des Moines says, Ben, are we going to talk about the Beaver Moon? uh, coming? Yes, we will have our correspondent. What? Our Beaver Moon expert, she is standing by, and she will give us inside information here coming up in a little bit. Stand by all affiliates. Down the line, Beaver Moon talk coming up here momentarily. Yafimi writes in, says, hey, Mallard, it looks like the Bears have found their quarterback. Fields had the most rushing yards in history of quarterback. How about them apples? Yeah. It was great, and I I would play fields, but I need my quarterback to average more than 4.4 yards per pass. I know I'm an a-hole, but I need my quarterback to average more than 4.4 yards per pass. Let's go now to the great state of Maine, a man that at one point was the caller of the year on this show. People used to get so excited when he'd call up, but then he got all grown up. He got a job, and he stopped calling the show regularly. It's too much masturbation, the problem. Losing his status as the preferred caller in the mouth. Militia, but let's see if he can get it back now. Is there still time? Decisions have not been made for the bennies, which will be given out early in 2023. We say hello to Whoopi Pie Blair.
8: What's going on, Ben?
5: Oh, you've got the sniffles, I can tell. You've got the sniffles.
8: You can tell my voice
5: sound under the weather. What's what's going on with you?
8: Oh, uh, I've been under the weather for the whole week. Last week, the whole week, I was out of work.
5: Have you tried raw garlic?
8: No.
3: Oh, all right.
8: No, it it sucked. I can't. I couldn't get any sleep at all. I didn't, Well, you did didn't. Can, you didn't. Why didn't you, why didn't you call?
5: Why didn't you call the show?
8: I don't know. Um, my uh, my worst thing is that when I blow my nose, blood be coming out of my nose yeah. when I blow oh, my nose. Seems
5: like that's not not really a good thing there.
8: Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. I'm
5: not a doctor, but I don't know that that's really what you're looking for. Is that because your nose is so raw? Because you've blown your nose so much that there's so no...
8: so hard. I think I don't know, but yeah. it's not been fun, Ben. It's not been a fun road with this cold.
5: Yeah,
8: uh, but you're not, I called you're, today. Not doing, you're not doing any I drugs, called...
5: are you, Blair? You're not doing any cocaine or no, anything. no, Ben. No, <laughs> I
8: don't do that okay. stuff. Right. You know what? You know what? I wanted to talk about a couple things. I watched a little bit of the Rams game. They, they had that game won. How did the Rams lose that game?
5: Like, well, you want me to answer that question? Do You really want me to answer? You want me to answer that question? I'll answer that question because they're not in shape. They're fat and happy from winning the Lombardi uh, Award, uh, the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was actually in February. It was this year. Stupid. But listen, the Rams have been outscored (laughs) now in the fourth quarter by sixty-one points this season. Seventy-one to ten this year. Seventy-one to ten in the fourth quarter. They were outscored in this game. Did not score in the fourth quarter. But you know, back in the day, I, I know because I played high school football. In the fourth quarter, you raise your four fingers up to indicate that you still have the energy. You still have the ability. And you know this as well, Whoopi Pie Blair, from your years at Saddleback College back in the day. Four fingers in the air to signify that you're in shape, you're ready for the fourth quarter. The Rams, I think they only have one finger, which is the middle finger up when they go to the fourth quarter as they were outscored 10 nothing by a bad oh, Buccaneer team.
8: And they let Tom Brady just run the one of the plays, they let him run that ball. And that's like stupid. Like Tom Brady just broke up with Giselle. And they're divorced. They're done. They they're out of marriage. Would you like and to? Would you like to date?
5: No. Would you like to date Giselle? Would you be interested in that, play? No. You would not like. No. Why not? Why do you not want Giselle? She's a very famous woman. She's a lovely lady. She's my apologies to her. She's made a lot of oh money. Oh my God! Man. You, you wouldn't want. Now. No. I'll set you up with Giselle. There's a
8: reason why they broke up.
5: Why do you think they broke up? Because
8: he wants to play football. He wants to be focused in football. And apparently, they're better than the Rams. Because they won that game. Oh, they, so you're trash? No, no, no. no. You're, changing, you're, cha- you're
5: changing the topic here. What about Giselle? You're, you're a single guy. You're not oh, dating anybody, okay. are you?
8: Okay, no, no. But I don't, I don't need that. There was so much drama in that, really, in that marriage. You like being free? You like it. your
5: relationship with porn? Oh,
8: right? You don't yeah, want uh, yeah, I understand. Well, I think- I don't even watch porn. I watch TikTok lives. That's my. Thing. That's your that's porn. Yeah, that's,
5: well, that is kind of like porn, but they. Hey, yeah, but real,
8: real yeah, quick, yeah. another thing too. Yeah. Another game I did watch is the watching the Jets win. That was huge, Ben. Huge freaking win for the Jets.
5: Yeah, it was huge. I got
8: to a... say that. Congrats to the Jets for that win to beat the Bills. Yeah. When are you going back to Blair? Anybody
5: to Nobody cares about that. When are you going back to work, Blair?
8: I care about it. What are you talking about, man? Yeah. What do you got? You got some day job over there, or what?
5: No, I have no day. I sleep during the day. I have no day job. I, I gotta go. Thank you, Blair. It's an honor to talk to you. Yeah. it's an honor to speak. To you. I'm so happy you're here, man and man. Straight ahead for us: the Who Am I game. Bengal running back Joe Mixon became the third player in the Super Bowl era with at least four rushing touchdowns and one receiving touchdown in a single game. He joins Jonathan Taylor, who did it last year, and me. Who am
3: I? The answer. Next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
6: For better or worse, the Ben Maller Show is not general-issue sports talk. The Maller Militia is all-inclusive, welcoming everyone from the Country Club to the Trailer Park. Facebook's a fun zone for all of us. You can chat with other P1s. It's free and easy. Just like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Show. And now live from the TireRack.com, Fox Sports Radio
5: Studios, it's Ben Maller. Bengal running back Joe Mixon became the third player in the Super Bowl era with at least four rushing touchdowns and one Receiving touchdown in a single game. He joins Jonathan Taylor of the Colts, who did it last year. And me, who am I? That is the question. What is the answer? Let's see. Does anyone in the Milo Militia have the answer? Cowboy Killer says it has to be Larry Bird. Great answer. Uh, Damian got it right. Clearly cheating. Uh, Marion Butts, guessed by Oscar. The mouth of the South. Jimmy Hart from Rob in Vegas, Icky Woods, guest by Jeff in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Andre Agassi from Mark the Walker in Rochester. Alvin Kamara from Robbie the Mariner fan. Marvin Jones Jr. from Mr. Nice Guy. Carol Channing from Ferg Dog. That's a relevant name. Maurice Claret, guessed by Rob. Eddie, do you have an answer real quick, Eddie? It's not John Bradshaw-Layfield from no. Jason in Denver.
6: It's former Bengals running back Booby Clark. Ah, uh,
5: Booby, Is it Booby? No, Eddie, it is it not. It's not Ernest Spiner guessed by the Mad Hatter. The answer, Sean Alexander, 20 years ago for the Seahawks. Sean Alexander. He was good.
4: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
9: This is... buy a toyota.com toyota let's go places
6: martha stewart the original influencer
9: when
4: i think about anything i think about the way that she did it first the media mogul
6: the six years ahead she saw what was coming the prisoner the rise the fall